the following podcast is intended for adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Iron Realm, Chapter 81, The Matron. And at last he told to them the exact path they had requested, step by step, turn by turn, until the final route had been told, back to the crossway, up through the secret way, deep into the territory of the goblins, in a far chamber that had been secured by lock and key. This is Gamma One, said Solus. And we have no choice but to go through the chieftain's chamber? Silence, young Solus, said Amazar, lest our benefactor interpret your idle query as our next request. Solus did as he was told, and Nim pulled up alongside him, and they both looked upon the Grumark, who they expected would soon ask a question next. But that question did not come quickly. Instead, the Grumark fell silent for a while. Indeed, this was a long while, and so much time passed that the group was obliged to take a meal from their provisions. They spoke little amongst themselves, unwilling to trigger any response from the idol with their words, but they shared food and company while they waited, and the rogues searched the chamber for any secrets, and particularly for any exits, but there were none, and indeed the way they had come in was also gone. The hours passed, and there was still no response from the Grumark. The group held watches that night in order to listen for any question as the others of them slept. We are ready, Lord Grumark. By the the next day, they were addressing the Grumark directly, asking for their question, but he was silent still, and it was no longer possible to sense that any life was there. The wizard confirmed that it could have been a trap, and that possibly they had been entombed here, but they were yet possessed of supplies, and so Celeste, the matron amongst them, advised patience, and she sat down cross-legged in order to meditate, demonstrating calm and teaching it to the others as it was possible to do. Your faith and your heart are your center. On the third day they did the same, and on the fourth, and on the fifth, until at last they were ten days in the chamber, and there had been no word from the one they had hoped might help them more. Celeste kept them in meditation for most days, and she was powerful to them in her resolve, and this comforted them. They had fasted every other day upon her instruction ever since the third day, and here it was the morning of the tenth, 
and they had run completely out of food and water by now. She roused them from sleep on the morning of that day, and at this time, all of them sat in meditation with her again, having laid down their armor and gear days ago into the collection from which the Grumark was meant to choose from, should he have asked any question, and won. It was soon into the morning of the tenth day that Celeste was surprised to find that the Grumark had decided to speak at last, addressing her directly, instead of Orson calling her to her feet in order to answer his question. Come to me, priestess, said the Grumark. Come closer to me now, for I have a question I wish to ask. of the maze, for this is your maze master, Abel Enzo, coming to you once again with a new tale of the Iron Realm. I'm also seriously considering now the possibility of producing a second Iron Realm podcast, a whole new way to play the game with miniatures and maps and battles, and your own character tribe. So stay on the lookout on the Patreon page for more details on the Iron Realm Arena. Though I will be looking forward to the support of patrons in order to launch this new and exciting Iron Realm project. Check the goals on the Patreon page for I've outlined the milestones there. And if you have not yet joined as a patron of the Iron Realm, then please do visit the page at patreon.com slash theironrealm because not only are there hundreds of secrets available, but believe me, every one of you who marches beside me will directly influence the richness of Iron Realm offerings to come in the future. Though I digress for now, let us move on to the current chapter of the Iron Realm. I have more to disclose, and I'm glad you're here (laughs) to share in the journey and keep watch as well as I proceed to tell the tale. The Iron Realm, copyright A.B. Lenzo, is the world's first play-by-podcast RPG campaign. 
portion of tonight's female voice performance was drawn from audio originally created by and offered by Ashley Eddy through freesound.org under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Further information can be found at theironrealm.com or at theironrealm.blogspot.com under this episode's show notes. My sincere thanks as well to you, Ashley, for your masterful contribution to the Iron Realm cause. Level up. Tonight we perform the level ups for the Uname Healers, Twyla, and Nim. Each is advancing from level 2 to level 3, which means that Twyla and Nim will henceforth be able to use their laying on of hands, special ability, to restore three total life points each by way of their horns once a day. And each will be eligible to partake of additional weapon training, though for added mastery, in this case, each girl will need to seek and secure the teachings of a weapons master. Yet beyond this, each will be able to call upon Sylvanas for a total of two spells of spell level one per day, rather than one. Their ability to exile undead has also improved. Which brings us next to stat advancement for each of the girls. Let's begin with Twyla. Her strength is but a ten. Will it go higher? A three. Dexterity of nine. Will it advance? A three. Let's check her constitution. A one. Charisma. A six. Another roll is allowed, which is a 5. Twyla's charisma has gone to a 10, which is very important for Yuname. Intelligence roll, a 2. Wisdom roll, a 6. And another roll, no further advancement, but I'm moving her wisdom to an 11. Further, Twyla's life points have reached 18. Let's peek in on Nim and see if she does so well. Strength, no advancement. Dexterity, three, no advancement. Constitution, four, no advancement. Charisma, a five. Intelligence, a five. And wisdom, a six. Another roll, a second six. And another roll, a two. Nim's wisdom rises to a 14, which is very good for Yuname healers. But it won't grant her a bonus, since only one of her defining stats is 13 or better. Even so, her life points now rise to an 18. And of course, she gets her new bonuses too, when battling against the undead. Twyla and Nim, you have performed quite well, now climbing to the third level of power. You have honored your mother and your father. May you continue to walk in the path blazed by Sylvanas. 
Perhaps by your faith, you may yet survive a little longer in the Iron Realm. The Eyes Vault. in the Onyx Vault. Remember, travelers, if you're not partaking of the treasures of the Onyx Vault, then you're only receiving a third of the content available to you. All patrons receive future episodes of the Iron Realm before anyone else on the planet. And there are many other offerings, too, including but not limited to the following. Draft 0.7 of the Iron Realm Solitaire Treasure Trove and Maze Master's Guide has hit. Also available, the following patron bonus creatures, the Poison Imp and the Medusa Noble. <laughs> you thought the standard Medusa was bad. <laughs> Wait till you meet her mother. Also found Shadows of the Past, the Fifth Day, and Shadows of the Past, the Dervish Tribe. Get the bonus extra entitled The Special Items Detailer. And don't forget, the bonus cast Rare Character Clip, Tanae, and the Skeleton Czar. Finally, take the poll. Which cover would you choose? I'm considering two for the next book, and I wonder what the results will be. Find the Onyx Vault at patreon.com slash the Iron Realm and experience everything your Maze Master has to offer. Tribal Matters. Many days have passed, and the group has expended all their food and water whilst awaiting the Grumark's question. The group is suffering a minus two penalty, having gone a day without food and a day without water to this point. With this said, every member of the group has received 10 life points from 10 days of uninterrupted rest. And in particular, this returns Bardar to full. This room is at position 17, 19, 18, 23, whilst the current spells for the tribe are as follows. Kailana, Mystic Missile, times two, Amazar, Door Denial, times two, Len, Hands of Healing, times two, Celeste, Hands of Healing, times two, Twyla, Hands of Healing, times two, Nim, Hands of Healing, times two, and Orson, 
ventriloquist, and hovering disc, plus each unimace horn is at full. The Sword of Heaven has its healing ability ready, and the healing ability of the Silver Sword is available to, for the Unimate Priestesses have discovered that it has this power by this time. It is now 8 a.m. on the 8th day of Sakaris. The group sits in meditation under the direction of Celeste. Some of them take to it better, and some not so well. But the distraction is necessary in order to prevent their insanity. For the sick vertigo of the room is always working on their minds. Even so, with all this said, ultimately, when it seems that the Grumark has gone dead silent permanently, the being calls at last upon Celeste, which surprises the group, for until now it has spoken just to Orson. says the Grumark. Come closer to me now, for I have a question I would ask of you. Celeste opens up her eyes, stands on bare feet. She is garbed plainly, as are they all, for she has laid aside her armor and gear after the first several days in this room. Your will is strong, priestess of Sylvanus, says the Grumark. Yes, I know who you are. I have been watching you since you entered my domain, and I would Estimate that before the maze, your soul has lived several hundred lives. His comet is curious, and Celeste says nothing regarding him carefully with her steady eyes upon him, and the others look amongst themselves, most of them coming quickly to their feet in order to witness the strange interaction that is now ongoing before their very eyes. The Grumark contemplates, and then says, I tell you, woman, come Yet closer, and I will ask my question. Come you closer, and hear what it is that I would ask you. Of course, there were many things that Celeste may have asked in the moment. She may have demanded to know why the Grumark had waited so long to respond. 
She may have desired to ask if he knew that they would soon die from lack of food. The immediate situation was such that they indeed all had many questions. But the Grumark of the West Wall had the upper hand here, and she knew if she asked anything else, she would violate the conditions of the agreement that had been made when the group entered into this contest. So at first, she did not go closer, somewhat cautious of the Grumark's intentions. But then the Grumark went silent, and many more moments passed, and it seemed very clear from this that she would comply with the Grumark's request, or else risk dying in this place, for it seemed their only hope to escape now lay within the knowledge that only the Grumark possessed. As Celeste stepped closer and then closer, the features of the Grumark began to move again, and he asked her his question, and the whole group knew that if Celeste could not answer, that the idol would extract a price. Tell me, priestess, proceeds the Grumark, what? Is the name of the ice dragon that terrorizes Alpha Four? Celeste is shocked, for she does not know the answer. Swiftly, she turns around and looks to the others, but all of them are only shrugging as well. The Grumark has asked a question which they have no hope to answer. But before they can offer up to him any valuable from their collection, the Grumark's mouth has come wide open, and there's a terrible sound as he screams, and Celeste pitches off her feet, almost instantly sucked inside his maw. A desperate sound issuing from her lungs as she is swallowed whole, pulled deep. Level up. The Fighter Solus has achieved level 3, gaining more power than ever before. First, I'm going to note that he has a new skilled weapon slot, which human fighters get at level 3, but in order to utilize it, he shall need the proper training. Something to look forward to, for sure. Let's focus for now on Solus's stat advancement. Strength. A four. Dexterity. A one. Constitution. A six. Let's have another roll. A four. His constitution rises from an eleven to a twelve. Maybe he's been working out. And his charisma? 
a one, intelligence, a three, and wisdom, a three. Not too bad. His dexterity and constitution now are at the high end of average, ready at any time to move up into the above average range. I'm changing his max life points to 24, and this completes his level up. Looks like the next character level is 8,000 level points, and at the rate Solus is going, I'll remain optimistic that the charismatic fighter may just make it yet. <laughs> utter shock, several of the group have gone for their weapons. Nora and Solus and the triplets and Master Brevik too. What have you done with her? Says Solus, but he receives no answer. He approaches the idol cautiously and the group is ready to strike it on his command. But Solus is unsure how this can succeed since the hole through which... Celeste vanished, is no longer visible, now that the Grumark's mouth is closed. It's solid stone, says Solus. What do you think, Stockholm? Is there any chance that we can break it open? I'm giving Stockholm a roll to determine this. It might be possible to break through with our weapons, says Stockholm. But not easily. This stone looks pretty thick to me. I'll give Kailana and Amazar a roll as well. Amazar has beat his intelligence score and relays his instincts as well. What appeared behind that creature's mouth, says Amazar, was no simple stone tunnel, but an arcane passageway to some other space. Even if we destroy the rock, it will likely avail us not. Solus lowers his weapon, and the others do too, standing down as the group considers its next move. Well, if we can get him talking again, says Marx, maybe Celeste will be able to climb out. Well, we've got to do something, says Solus. Celeste has been swallowed up, and we need to get to her, and we don't even know if she's alive down there. We have to get to her as quickly as we can. The sapphires of the chamber seem to vibrate menacingly as the group desperately tries to come up with a plan, any plan, to help their friend. I would say that the priestess is lost, unless... Amazar strokes his beard. There's a way for us to keep the portal open. There's gotta be a way, says Tumek. Maybe if we ask the Grumark the right question... He's going to have to answer. What can we ask him? Says Solus. What can we ask him that gets our friend back? Well, says Amazar, we've had some days to consider it, haven't we? And the wizard has not been lax. Kailana, come here. Are you ready to follow my lead? 
The girl nods as Amazar takes her close to his side. As for you, Solus, says the wizard, once we have that creature's mouth open, you're going to have to get Celeste out. You dwarves, says the wizard, tie that rope round his waist. I presume we're going to ask him a question, says Bardar. What about his prize? Oh, that, says Amazar. Wait and see, half-man. I believe you'll agree. The Grumark is about to get what he deserves. What is this foolery? Says the Grumark. I demand my question. Yes, yes, Lord Grumark of the West Wall, says Orson. Right away, right away. Make him wait, says Amazar. Indeed, he made us wait ten days, did he not? Make him wait for us. The Grumark demanded his question again, but Orson held his ground as he had been told. All the rest were at the ready, holding tight upon the rope that was tied now round Solus's waist. Everybody was ready now to attempt Amazar's plan. With Kailana alongside him, Amazar went to Orson, whispering the exact question into the elf man's ear. Lord Grumark of the West Wall, says Orson, my friend the wizard tells me that he has a spell which is called Door Denial. The purpose of this spell, as you well know, is to hold any door shut. And yet the wizard tells me that there is a more powerful spell which is capable of delivering the reverse effect. This more powerful spell our wizard does not know, but believes surely one of your omnipotence will know. The most powerful version of this spell, which forces all portals, doors, and gates to come open and be held open for a period of several hours. Please, Lord Grumark of the West Wall, I ask that you recite the spell that I have described in the exact manner that a wizard would in order to deliver the effect as I have described it. What is the exact incantation for this spell? The Grumark's eyes are wide with rage, and yet, by the very conditions of the contest that he laid down himself, he is forced to recite the spell which is known as Always Open. And as he recites the spell, both Amazar and Kailana mimic his words and inflections exactly in the hopes that one of them will succeed at casting it in an attempt to simultaneously open the portal into which Celeste was swallowed, whilst also cracking open the exit to the Sapphire Chamber so that their group might flee this deadly trap. Will this arcane gambit succeed, or is a spell of such power simply outside the understanding of these level 2 wizards? Tune in next time for the very next episode of The Iron Realm. The lives of the entire tribe hang in the balance with the consequences of a wizard's vanity soon to be revealed. Ah!
play hard or go home. Iron Round! Cast for your lives, wizards. Cast for your very lives and the lives of all your companions.